0: Welcome to Conversation Six. I'm Vipin Narang, Professor of Political Science and member of the Security Studies Program at MIT. Joining me as usual is Sushant Singh, uh, fellow at, Senior Fellow at Center for Policy Research, lecturer at Yale University, one of India's foremost uh, national security experts. Sushant, thanks for joining me. Uh, we've, we've done this a couple times before, so let's get an update first on the situation in Ladakh and the disengagement that was supposed to uh, continue between India and China.
1: Uh, along the line of actual control. So thanks for joining me. And why don't you start with... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah thank we... you, ben. Thanks, Vipin. Vipin, so the uh, situation on the line of uh, line of actual control in Ladakh is that after the initial disengagement which took place in February uh, on Pangongso, both the banks, the ring on the South Bank, on the North Bank of So. after that, there has been no further m- backward movement. There has been no de- de-escalation in, in Pangongso, you know, and there has been no de-induction from Pangongso in that sense. And there are three other areas where the situation still remains tense. And these three areas are going from north to south. Uh, the Depsang Plates, where the Chinese where a Chinese patrol continues to block Indians from accessing five patrol points. And Depsang is strategically most significant, as we have discussed earlier. Uh, then is the Hot Spring and Gogra, which everybody thought was a low-hanging fruit. But very clearly, the Chinese in the last conversation have told Indians that nothing doing, they are not going back from there. They have got two platoon-sized posts deep inside India. And anybody can go and see it on Google Earth. The maps were last updated in last Feb. That the Chinese are very much there, and the third thing is in the in south down south in Demchok, uh, where the Chinese came in earlier, and they have crossed the the CNN the Nala there, and they continue to uh, they continue to remain there. So the situation as of now is that after the initial disengagement, where Indians got down from Kalash and the and the Chinese and created a buffer zone on the north bank, as many of us had feared at that time, and not, the Chinese have not conceded anything. That's where we are now.
0: So I think you know a, a lot of us were skeptical that the disengagement at Pangong So would lead to a broader disengagement, and the Chinese over the weekend have basically said, "India, you should be happy with what's happened." And yeah, now it has given up its leverage at Pangong So. So how can India? And we talked about these Fed accomplies and how China and the PLA is just not going to pack up and go home. And we see, you know, if you look at a lot of the imagery that comes out and some of the uh, uh, open source analysts. The Chinese have parked a lot of heavy equipment very close to the LAC in the rear to be able to surge very quickly. So how do we think this is going to unfold at this point where India lost the leverage to sort of induce disengagement elsewhere? And China has essentially built up the infrastructure and its forces to stay there for the long term.
1: Yeah, Vipin, as you have mentioned earlier, the Chinese, the Chinese have deployed there. They're exercising there. They can come in very quickly, and the uh, and the Indians really uh, have limited uh, options with them, other than the fact that they they hope to stop the Chinese from coming in at other places, and will continue to probably increase their deployment and keep their alertness levels high. Other than that, uh, the in the larger strategic picture, maybe Quad something that weapon uh, you should talk about how do you see quad playing out in this crisis
0: well so I want to um uh, let's talk about that right so the quad has basically from India's perspective in the last several years the quad has went from oh the quad is not a balancing coalition you idiots to uh, very recently and now India is essentially saying the government of India is saying the quad is precisely the balancing coalition uh, India needs against China so do we think you know if if China does not disengage, and this persists will the enthusiasm in delhi for to do more with the quad militarily not just with vaccines and sort of you know cyber coordination intelligence cooperation but militarily right nobody is, thinks the quad is an alliance and you know there's an allergy to that word and you know minister jay shankar said it's not going to be an asian nato Pro- probably i mean nothing is going to be nato i think people don't understand what nato actually is um you know, it, it, nuclear sharing is a big piece of NATO uh, for deployment of forces. But do we think that the, the Delhi will be more enthusiastic and forward leaning about military cooperation with the United States, Australia and Japan if China doesn't
1: engage? Uh, it, it, it's a it's a very fine balancing act. You know, the Indians, as we have seen with Prime Minister Modi, are very scared of provoking China. And if you do too many military activities with 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 the cord, you can actually end up provoking China. And India has huge amount of weaknesses all across the line line of actual control from from the west to the east. And and the Chinese can put pressure anywhere there. And I think that remains one big big reason why India is hesitant to commit fully or to or to use very strong language about China, or why they cover cord in the euphemism of vaccines and all these other things that you spoke about. So that that's very much clearly a clearly a fear there. And now with the with the kind of uh, trouble that India has with COVID, I don't know what impact it would have on this cooperation with Quad and its ability to deal with China. Yeah. And it's, you know, this is the opportunity. If India is not forward leaning now
0: with China pushing, you know, essentially on Indian territory with the Quad, the, the question in Washington is, well, if this won't get India to be enthusiastic, what will? Uh, and then there's this additional question which you raised, which is really important. COVID and the economy are going to limit India's ability to to, to be a a, you know, a, a debt, a, um, a focused partner as it tries to get to, it, its economy back on track. And the COVID crisis in Delhi looks absolutely apocalyptic right now. So how do we think about India's long-term trajectory uh,
1: as a military partner? Yeah, so two things. we India's economic attractiveness, India's geopolitical attractiveness, India's military attractiveness. All three things are under a dark cloud at this point. And I think that's the big worry that we should have right now. Yeah. And you know, to all our friends in, in Delhi, all all our family and friends, please
0: stay safe. Uh, it looks really bad, uh, and yeah. we pray for your safety. So, yeah. so Sean, thanks. thanks for joining me. It's always a pleasure. Thanks. And yeah, thank uh, you, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot.